Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Kick Your Boots Off. Um, this is your host speaking, Carrie Tello, and we have a fun guest on the show today. Special guest. Special guest, Eric Tello. Hello. Introduce yourself. I'm Eric Tello. You Who are you? What do you do? My last name, that I'm Carrie's husband. <laughs> And I'm an engineer and a supportive husband. <laughs> and that's... Rock on. That's all my roles Freaky in life. Bros. <laughs> this is, if you're watching on YouTube, this is my skeleton for Halloween. Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs> Trick or treat. Trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do a life update because it's Halloween and... I am currently, when this episode comes out, I will be in NorCal. I will have just shot a wedding um, in Forest Hill with my good friend, Leah Gates, assisting. <laughs> she's never shot a wedding before, but... Guest appearance. She's coming along for the ride. And I will be heading right now, actually, to Mammoth. I'm so excited for my wow. Mammoth Minis. It's and very exciting. in real life, in real time, I just literally an hour ago finished my Coastal Wed styled shoe that I hosted with Caitlin Marie Photo. Um, she is based in Colorado Springs? No. She's based in Colorado. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I forget what city she Close actually enough. lives in, but she goes to Denver all the time. So anyways, um, she was coming out here and even though I have a million and one things going on, I was so inspired by all the styled shoots and content days that she hosts. So I was like, collab. Yeah. Would it be crazy if we just plan a styled shoot or something? And in she Laguna was of all places. Yeah. And she was super down. So that's what we did. But, um, Eric, hello. <laughs> you're here. <laughs> I'm here, a guest on the show. Everyone's favorite guest. We can say that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I would love for you to tell everyone more about yourself. You said you're an engineer, but like, what do you engineer? Bro? I'm an engineer, a civil engineer to be exact. I work for a city. Where do you work? Should I... Disclose that information? Yes. <laughs> Why is that weird? <laughs> you freak. I don't know. What if people, Unless you don't want your coworkers to <laughs> What if people live there and they're like, oh, I know a guy at the city now. Yeah. No one hit him up. He literally can't do <laughs> anything about your problems. I can't. Not involved. Not helping. I work for the city of Huntington Beach where we live, which is an epic perk. That we live. in the same city that you work at. Seven minutes away. Yeah. And it's great. The lifestyle there is what you would expect. I surf on my lunch breaks. Everyone there is super mellow. And I do love my job. Sometimes it's a little boring, but... But what is civil engineering? Oh, you know, <laughs> what you would expect. <laughs> Nobody knows what to expect, dude. I don't even know how to explain your job. Um, me neither. <laughs> I... My team specifically, of the 40 engineers that work there, I work with like four or five, and we take in projects that are private developments, and we plan check them and make sure that they abide by all the city rules and make sure that, that they're going to work well with our infrastructure. 
meaning but water in one ear. Water and sewer. Didn't understand traffic. any of the words you just. Said. Our team checks everything, and usually they don't like us because we make them do a lot more than what they require. Like the public doesn't like you. No, the the developers don't like us. Because we say put in new streets, put in new water mains, put in new sewer mains. And they say that's too much moolah for us. And you go. And we go, sorry, this is a beautiful city. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what Eric does. That's what I do. Graduated. Checks clock. Today's uh, October 18th. So. (laughs) What are you? Three years ago. I've been doing that ever since. Yeah, man. Good job. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Um, I'm excited for our next episode. This is like a little sneak peek for next episode. We're going to talk more about your work life and my work life and how we can support each other in business. But The yin, yin and yang of our work life. Yeah, but when we were younger, I literally thought you were batshit crazy for wanting to work a nine to five office job you can still think that it's fine (laughs) (laughs) I kind of do still think that (laughs) I'm waiting for the day you want to try picking up a camera could be tomorrow we'll see my skeleton guy is falling over and every time I move he moves so I'm just gonna set him on the couch with us good job skelly (laughs) is that his name yes He's spooky. It's freaking Halloween. I'm so excited. I hope everyone else is like really pumped about Halloween because I have really not done anything the last couple years to celebrate and I really wanted to carve pumpkins this year and I think there's probably a 0.01% chance of that happening because Eric hates carving pumpkins. Yeah, it makes me gag. (laughs) You're so weird. Too many guts in there. Dude, you're so weird. I can paint pumpkins with you. What's the fun of that? You can make them spooky. Dude, (laughs) you're lame, honestly. (laughs) Hey, I like dressing up and you don't, so... Okay. Some would say you're lame. Anyways, that's not true. (laughs) But what are we talking about? Okay, today is Halloween, as we've mentioned. We're talking about the spooky side of weddings. We are talking about the spooky side of weddings, Guys, it's horror stories. It's time for the horror stories. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that sent in their horror stories because... Great participation. Yeah, I really appreciate the participation. And also, some of these look fucking nuts. And I'm like a little bit... Do they look spooky, you would say? They look spooky. (laughs) I'm a little bit nervous. I I only read like half of them, less than half of them. And there are a lot more now, and it's going to be off the cuff. We're just going to read them for you guys. So our You're re- getting live reactions here. Our reactions are going to be so genuine. Um, but I wanted to kick off the horror stories talking about our own wedding. It was quite spooky. Because that shit sucked. <laughs> I would say Lit- more horror than spooky. Yeah, it honestly was a nightmare. But... Everything worked out great. Like we we're so lucky that it came together the way it did. But truly, the process was nuts. Especially for you. Yeah, because I did everything. Well, and you were heavily invested. Yeah, I had a vision. What can I say? Why don't you share? Okay, I'll share. Um, so 
basically we got engaged a year and a half before our wedding date. So we had that full year and a half of planning and well, me planning, Eric just giving, I don't even remember minor what things, suggestions. Minor, yeah, literally. You would probably just ask me and I would answer and then you would go with the opposite of what I would say. <laughs> Carrie's very good at thinking out loud when she refers to me in her questions. So usually I just let her ask me and then I look at her and then she answers and then she says, you're right. Thanks for helping. And then I just smile. <laughs> so it's a great system. I like it. I feel like there were things, okay, the major thing, which, okay, I have the whole, like, layout of our process. So, we took a year and a half to be engaged, which first, like, right off the bat, I feel like taking your time with your engagement and, like, taking the time to plan, taking the time to save money and just, like, actually prepare for marriage and, like, step into marriage Marriage counseling. Yeah. Premarital counseling. Premarital counseling. We did the Dave Ramsey course. Financial counseling. Which was a fun requirement of my dad's before we could get married. (laughs) (laughs) We had to do the Dave Ramsey (laughs) financial course. (laughs) Which, honestly, I love him for that. And it was super helpful. Straight dad move. Yeah. Perfect. So, basically, I want to, like, get into the details of it. So, we... Uh, originally my parents were like, we are not helping you with your wedding. Like all the finances are going to be you guys. So we were like, okay, shit. (laughs) We have. So thousand dollar wedding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We were like, okay, realistically, how much money can we save in the next year and a half? And like, how can we throw the wedding of our dreams still? So we budgeted like 14 K I think for our wedding. Yeah. Scraping the pennies. Yeah. We were like, okay, we're going to make it happen. This is this is pre-me graduating and yes. pre-wedding photography, obviously. So Yes, I was not a wedding photographer We yet. both worked at Jack's for maybe like $2 more than minimum <laughs> I wasn't wage. working at Jack's anymore. You weren't? <laughs> no, I was at the coffee shop. Already? Yes. Anyway, very, just a step over minimum wage jobs. Step over, yeah. So we had that going for us. And then... Basically, we we booked the venue. So this is what started happening. We started booking things. And as we were booking things, my dad was like, you know, I'll take care of the deposits for you guys. And we're like, oh, wow. Like, that's like literally half of everything. Like, that's epic. Yeah. So he's like, you Super guys, grateful. you guys keep saving your money because you're obviously going to have to pay the other half. And we're like, okay, cool. That's like a freaking huge blessing. Yeah. So we were stoked. And then it got down to the catering. And the venue that I chose, the casino, which I have no bad blood the with casino the casino. I freaking Clemente. I love that venue so much. Yeah, it's not an actual casino. If you haven't heard of it in San Clemente, it is a historical building. And it's just so sick. It's like right on the beach. The whole, like, architecture and all the details of the venue are, like, very, very cool. And, like, I fell in love with it when we visited it. Very unique. Very pretty. Yeah. So mellow. So they, like, I feel like most venues or a lot of venues do this where they have their, like, set vendors, at least for catering. Um, So 
the casino was one of those places. So we only had three options for our caterer, mm-hmm. which were all amazing options. Like we, we went to one of those. We tried all of them, I think. Yeah. Or we tried two of the three. Vendor tries. Jay's Catering, shout out. I absolutely loved them. They were amazing. And they basically saved my wedding day. Uh, I think her name was Megan. That was like the coordinating for Jay's. Spoiler alert. So, yes. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. Nobody knows what happened yet. Yet. I mean... Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Anyways. So, we were getting down to paying for the catering. And we were really worried about the amount. Yeah. Because catering is literally more than the venue. Like, catering is... Like, the food that you will serve your guests is the most... And we were thinking, like, 120 people, which is not that big of a wedding. Yeah, I mean, I feel like 120 is pretty average. It was an average size wedding is what I meant to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you going to do this to me the whole <laughs> episode? <laughs> is that a problem? You're laughing. That's good. Okay, Eric. Um, so catering was expensive. And we were sitting at dinner with my parents and we were expressing to them this is going to be really expensive. Yeah. And I think to put it in perspective, the catering was like 8,000, right? It was over 8K. And our budget was (laughs) (laughs) $14,000. A joke. (laughs) A literal joke. So basically when we were sitting there explaining to them how stressed out we were about this, my dad, what did, do you remember what he said? He said, you might as well just pick what you want because you know, I'm paying for the wedding, right? We both went, huh? No, we did not know that. (laughs) That is not what you said. So he was literally just trying to get us to save money. And he had intentions all along of paying for the wedding. So he threw that out of left field at us. And we were like, I think I started crying. Probably. I was like. It was an emotional time. Yeah, it was an emotional time. an emotional time (laughs) (laughs) anyways i started crying because that's so special and like very very generous yeah my parents are allowing you to have the wedding of your dreams yeah they're incredibly generous so if you're listening right now i love you (laughs) (laughs) i love you guys (laughs) um my dad said he's not gonna listen unless i have a navy seal on to interview so (laughs) We have Skelly. We have Skelly. He's actually an ex-Navy SEAL. Thank you for your service, sir. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so my parents surprised us with that. Um, and that took a huge weight off of our shoulders. Um, and then we kind of got to go through the rest of the wedding planning process very like carefree. And I wanted to ask you, did you have any specific parts of wedding planning or like any specific parts of the day that you loved the wedding day yeah or like i'm i I think i think more so planning planning that i loved i loved planning my bachelor party that was also a horror story in itself (laughs) that's so true and (laughs) wait that's a great story you should tell them about that okay sure I planned my bachelor party a week <laughs> before because I wanted it to be a true 
like right before the wedding bachelor party where you're really getting in the spirit of things. And it was planned for Mammoth, but it was COVID. So Mammoth decided to not long, no longer allow Airbnbs. So we rescheduled like two days before for Big Bear, which was fine. Our wedding was in January, by the way, so it was snowing. We go to Big Bear, we get there Friday night, and we do a night session with all my friends, and everyone's hyped, obviously. So we're doing things, snowboarding that doing things that were maybe things. not to my abilities, and like I fell. sending it. I fell and I sprained my wrist, and everyone's like, "I'm the friend group, or the guy in the friend group that's always like complaining about getting hurt," and they're like, "You're being a baby. It's fine. You didn't break your wrist." I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I can suck it up. And we go down to the bar and everyone's getting drinks and I'm like feeling nauseous, which is a side effect of any time I get hurt, I feel nauseous. Literally, or if I get hurt, he gets nauseous. Yeah, flight or fight. It's one of those things, you know? Anyway, I take my glove off or and my wrist out. immediately swells up like a balloon and I keep it under my jacket because I didn't want to be yell that again for being a baby and everyone's over it anyway so we leave and I literally can't function can't take my boots off can't put my shoes on my wrist is swelled up and then, a week before our wedding and that was the first day of the bachelor party and a week before our wedding fabulous horrific <laughs> okay so back to my question I asked you wedding planning so your bachelor party was your highlight of that whole our engagement season well planning specifically i feel like i honestly didn't have that much of a hand in it i think you asked me questions i definitely had an opinion on the food i think what i was most opinionate about was our guest list mm. and who i wanted to be there and but i talked to you out of some of those you talked me out of some people <laughs> which is fine totally rightful <sighs> but sorry sorry guys yeah i don't think we're cutthroat out here. I mean, I don't love planning things, so I That's wouldn't true. say that I had a highlight of planning. Okay. Well, I just was curious. I was excited say. for a wedding, not for planning it. Right. I was excited about planning it. Um, I mean, I was excited for a wedding, but... I had more fun planning our honeymoon. Yeah. Planning the honeymoon was probably the highlight of planning our wedding. <laughs> okay. Anyways, to get back to the horrific story, um, basically... Obviously, this is peak COVID. We January got, 2021. Our wedding date was January 15, 2021. So six months prior to that, peak COVID. And literally all through that time was peak COVID for like that whole year, basically. Yeah. So our venue, the casino, I love you, but this sucked ass. <laughs> we <laughs> were 13 days out. And prior, okay, prior to the 13 days out, they had already made us cut our guest list to accommodate COVID restrictions. So we had they were, to... They were strictly following the recommendations. They were very strictly following the recommendations, unfortunately, for us, because we didn't really care. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we literally had to uninvite people, which is so uncomfortable. Yeah, we to had 120. Do. They said you can have 75 because it has to be a smaller amount of people, a smaller gathering. We said fine. It's worth it to be at the casino. We'll cut it to 75. Right. 
We uninvited people. We uninvited people. This is like maybe a month before the wedding. Yeah. And then we're 13 days out. We have our walkthrough, our like final venue walkthrough with my coordinator. And they had... And Carrie's obviously falling in love with this place more and more each day. Yes. I loved it. I still do love it. Now I'm just living vicariously through any bride that hires me to shoot their wedding at the casino because I love it so much. But yeah, so we go to the venue walkthrough and they... At the very end, right? Yeah. At the very end of doing the whole walkthrough. They're like, yeah, so we can still hold your ceremony but we will not be able to hold your reception here anymore. Yeah. Like final, final, final decision. They we said, can't have your reception here. They said per the COVID restrictions, we can have a religious ceremony, but we can't host any parties. So the same amount of people could come sit right next to each other in our ceremony, but they can't get up and dance. No dancing, no eating allowed. Like what? the fuck <laughs> so they tell me that at 13 the days end, at the end after a year and a half after a year and a fucking half <laughs> 13 days before our wedding canceled canceled so then i'm like raging and just like we need to find an- another venue nearby that will hold our reception yeah. so we could still have our ceremony there you're being very optimistic about i was being so optimistic to a separate venue a for separate, a reception yeah. for the same day. So, yeah, that was, I was being a little and, too optimistic. And obviously most places around there were still abiding by COVID rules. So most places weren't even willing to have a reception anyway. The Marine Institute in Dana Point was our first option. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And no one would get back to me because it's 13 days before. So we were so screwed. Exactly. That's another problem. Finding a wedding venue on a Saturday... For 13 days before the day. We didn't get married on a Saturday. Finding a wedding day on January 15th, whatever day that was. It was a Friday. For 13 days before. Yeah. So that was a major issue, obviously. And um, it literally broke my heart. Yeah, I think we got home after talking through all the options and slowly realizing that we can't do it, the whole thing there at all. Yeah. And my were parents bawling. were like, okay just don't have your wedding there. And I was like, once I, it finally hit me that we should just find another venue altogether. I was so heartbroken. Yep. And it was sad to watch you go through that for sure. Thanks. Personally, I wasn't very attached to the venue (laughs) because I cared more about the people that were there. That's what I kept saying. I was like, Hey, bright side, we still can have a wedding with this amount of people that we want and the guest list that we planned on. And that's all I care about. But Carrie was very attached to this venue and it was very sad. Yeah, it was, it was sad. So anyways, um, may, maybe her name was Brittany. I think it was Brittany. Brittany Klein. What it just you? came back to me. I don't know why I said Megan at first, but Brittany who works for Jay's catering, watch that be wrong too. It's just totally random. <laughs> you said first name, last name too. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. That's I'm, I'm going to look it up afterwards and just make sure. I shout might. out to that girl. Shout out to whoever managed for Jay's that was doing my wedding. Um, she was like, okay, I got you and started reaching out to all the other venues that Jay's works with she put on the coordinator hat yeah she really did 
And she found a venue in Cota de Casa, which I had never heard of that city before in my life. I feel like another key point before you get there is the reason why it's so important for the vendors to be able to go somewhere is because we already paid all the deposits. Right. And we weren't getting any of them back. Right. Including the casino, which was messed up. Yeah. That, mm, we, I think we should have got our deposit back. But also there's grace because COVID. So, you know. But like thinking about it, thinking about this now as being a, as a vendor, <laughs> a vendor, I don't know if I would have given the deposit back. It's not, it's not, it's not their fault. It's that not, COVID happened. it's not their fault. It's not my fault either. Yeah. So I don't know. I get it. I'm not, I'm not like too salty about that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Um, what was I saying? You said, uh, Brittany Klein put on her wedding planner hat and was trying to reach out. Yes. So she found our new venue in Coto de Casa where all of our vendors were totally fine moving to. All we had to do was just move the location and everyone else was totally fine. Totally down to come shoot. Lauren was down to come shoot. <laughs> Lauren was my wedding photographer. I've shouted her out so many times in this podcast already. I don't think she's listened to a single episode. <laughs> She'll be really but excited when she does. She will. Yeah, Lauren is the best and she came from Colorado. And I think she was pretty stoked about shooting in San Clemente as well. But mm -hmm. she literally was like i am so sorry that you have to go through that like yeah wherever you guys could get married on the side of the road i'll be there yeah so that it was really it was definitely really cool having all our vendors be like whatever you guys need we got you we're gonna make it happen yeah so everything worked out and Coto valley country club hosted us they literally told us you can reinvite the people you uninvited mm -hmm. which is super so awkward, awkward. so I'm really sorry that... We probably lost like half of those people. Yeah. That was definitely weird. But freaking COVID, okay? Like, what are we going to do? It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally not my fault. Yeah. So Quite the horror story. Yeah. That literally sucked. Our honeymoon so was not canceled. Thank God. Honeymoon was not canceled. Honeymoon was lit. We went to Oahu. Stayed I, on the North Shore. Can I throw in my two cents for... A wedding recommendation. Yeah. Don't leave the morning after your wedding day. Right. Because you'll be severely hungover if you're like me. And our flight was at 7 a.m., which was very... Disturbing, to say the least. Yeah. I was, I think, a still little... You were definitely still drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only two cents. Yeah. As, as the wedding photographer's husband... That's what I recommend. Don't leave. 24-hour grace period between uh, wedding night and flight. Yeah, absolutely. And I had probably almost as much to drink, but I was dancing my ass off. Quite literally. Literally. literally changed. I do regret this. I, there, I have a lot of wedding regrets and like little compromises that I wish I did not make. And also I just didn't, obviously have any experience going to other weddings really yet so we were young and the first wedding in our friend group that's right so i changed into a white like white like jammy sweatpants <laughs> and a white t-shirt <laughs> for my, the rest of my dance floor 
<laughs> threw my hair up in a ponytail, and I was just getting down the whole time. Her only thoughts were, what could I dance in the most comfortably? Yeah, and that was it. But I do wish I would have done a cooler wardrobe change. Because <laughs> that was such a terrible outfit. Anyways. And okay. I was still in my suit. And Eric was still in his suit. Unbuttoned. So we literally did our grand exit, and I'm in sweats, and Eric's in a suit, and just like a mess. <laughs> yeah, we don't Tie use those photos. Completely. Yeah, those were... Honestly, I feel bad for even keeping Lauren to that point. <laughs> she was dancing anyway. it was ugly. <laughs> Her husband was there. Yeah, Tyler. Okay, so we have horror stories to read. Uh, Eric, do you want to start? I'll start, sure. Okay, this is honestly, I haven't read the other ones, but this first one is probably my favorite. It's short and sweet, and it's so bad. This one's previously vetted by Carrie. Yeah, the rest of them. Wow, I didn't bring my glasses for this. You ain't that old. I'm getting there. All right, how should I start? Should I read the title? There's no title. There's no title. It's just straight into the submissions, baby. Thank you for your random submission, whoever you are. If you're listening, here we go. Scary stories. Turn on the campfire. It's getting spooky. (laughs) All right. Another wedding photographer was there as a guest, and she got wasted. Vomited on two of the bridesmaids. She was banned from the venue for life. (laughs) Is that it? (laughs) Wow. Should I read that again? Might as well. Another wedding photographer was there as a guest, and she got wasted. Vomited on two of the bridesmaids. She was banned from the venue for life. (laughs) Rightfully so. In what way is she a guest? Dude. That's, that is wretched. That's really bad. That's horrific and it's disgusting. That's bad. It's bad in so many ways. (laughs) I wonder if she's still a wedding photographer. That's kind of scarring, actually. I know. I know. Oh. Well. Girl. Now she knows her limit. Vomited on two of the bridesmaids, not just one. Two. I wonder if it was like two separate occasions or just like an explosion. I think it, I, in my mind, it was an explosion of vomit. Like, uh. Like projectile, just. (laughs) (laughs) Like that movie? Just across. What's that movie called? I just see it happening across the dance floor. It was just like. Exorcist, yeah, just like not what I was thinking of, whoa. but that's way more on target for uh, spookiness. Horror stories, baby. I was thinking of the acapella thing. Pitch perfect. Pitch oh. perfect. That's iconic. Yeah. Okay. Too many throw-up scenes. Here's the next one. Are we gonna give a moral of the story? What? Moral of the story is don't get wasted and throw up on people. Yeah. Plain and simple. Just like make it to the bathroom at least. You gotta puke and rally. Like hopefully they were in the stall. Thing, but she just busted in. No. <laughs> if it was on two bridesmaids, it had to have been on the dance floor, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Okay. Maybe she was doing a handstand or something. That's honestly R.I.P. to that wedding photographer. It's a great horror story. Way I to, definitely. Way to kick it off. I know. I know. It was. It's a great kickoff. Okay, this one. As a, as a bit of a paragraph. Honestly, there are some like really long ones. So bear with us. Some I think. writers in the community. Yeah, seriously. Okay. I think these are going to be really good guys. Okay. I'm not reading ahead. I promise. 
<laughs> okay, this one. Delivered a cake to a wedding during cocktail hour. The reception space was being set for guests to enter within the next 10 minutes. The florist lit all the candles and left. I'm putting the flowers on the cake and hear a noise I don't recognize. I turn around. The hurricanes that are around 60 plus tapered candles are exploding. Okay, also, I just learned today that hurricanes are the glass Oh. The tall glasses that I thought cover... There were, I thought there were hurricanes happening around this wedding. No. It is not an actual hurricane. Got it. It is... Uh, it's the, a vase for the candle. It's the glass, but it's open on both sides. So you just like plop it on top. Understood. Okay. Roger. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. 10 okay. <laughs> The hurricanes that are around 60 plus tapered candles are exploding. After the fifth one exploded, the planners were rushing to try and clean up the glass and blow out the remaining tapers. I've never seen anything like it. Can you imagine eating dinner and a full hurricane just explodes in your face? I delivered another cake to the same venue the next day and it was and was delighted to hear that the mother of the groom complained that the planning team was lackluster for not lighting her candles. <laughs> if only she knew. Oh man. <laughs> Do you want do you want lit candles or do you want glass shards in your face? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's wild. If only she knew the trauma that all those vendors had to go through to pick all of that shit up and make it look beautiful before everyone entered the reception. And make sure nobody steps on glass. Dude, that is crazy. I can't even imagine the stress that just unleashed within everyone that was in what the reception space it's kind of like a haunting honestly <laughs> yeah it's spooky things I exploding around have, you i have witnessed that happening spooky like actual spookies no no i've witnessed the glass <laughs> ding dong <laughs> i've witnessed the glass around the taper candles exploding because the candle it's too hot whatever their situation is like the glass is too thin too thin flame is too hot yeah too much love in the air somebody sings a really high pitch at the same time anyways it's a perfect storm all right a hurricane you might say (laughs) i I don't like your podcast alter ego (laughs) do you see the next one this one right Yes, that one with the heart. Here we go. Number three. Somehow, a bee found its way into the room we were all getting ready in. It ended up flying into my makeup artist's ear. That's a nightmare in itself. I panicked and did not know what to do. I remember yelling, call 911. (laughs) Our amazing photographer, Carrie Tello, of course. Whoa, you were there for that? You didn't tell me? I was there for that. And hairstylists were calm and handled the situation. Good job, Carrie. The bee ended up flying out and they caught it and took it outside. Shout out to Jade. She was a trooper. Major trooper. Wow. In the ear. Literally. Has that ever happened to you where something flown into your ear? Uh... It's happened to me and it's very startling. And it was just a fly or something smaller. I can't imagine a whole bee. I have like a TMI story with that. But if it's TMI, then it's TMI. Right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> that's that's crazy. But yeah, I can't literally, you were there for that one. Yes, that was nuts. So it literally flew. 
straight into her ear. It was like flying around and everyone started tweaking out. And then it As went. As you do when there's a bee in the room. It went in her ear. And I'm like, oh my God, don't sting her inside her ear. Yeah, that might be a hospital visit at that point. Spooky, spooky. Wow. I don't like it. But she was, she literally just stood completely still and she just tilted her head. Calm. And she just waited for it to leave. Cool and collected. And then it stung her on the arm. Wow. So it still stung her. <laughs> it still stung her. B was pissed. B was so pissed. But Why'd like, you put your ear there? Dude. Anyways, yeah, that <laughs> that was major wedding day trauma. But go Jade. She was the makeup artist. Shout out Jade. Shout out. Okay, this one. Uh, this one's good, guys. So... This is, I'm starting. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Number four. So I got hired to do a wedding for past clients that I grew up to be somewhat friends with. Their wedding required travel, which I offer, offer, which I offer at a discount. <laughs> I'm struggling. Okay. You're doing great. Their wedding required travel, which I offer at a discounted rate. Anyways, I'm being super chill with them and didn't ask for payment before the wedding. Strike one. That, I love you, whoever sent this in, but I'm going to tell you right now. It sounds like you're writing a horror story. You, I'm literally pausing this submission. You have no reason to show up to their wedding to shoot it without being paid prior. I'm looking for AJ's response. <laughs> I know, I can't really Eric answer because know. I'm not a vendor. <laughs> okay, if you do not get paid Prior to the wedding day, you have absolutely no reason to be showing up to this wedding. Yeah. So, Deposits girlfriend, stuff like that. girlfriend, I love you, but... Girlfriend or a boyfriend, we don't know. Or a boyfriend, I love you, but this major, major, <laughs> major, major problems already. Okay. So, <laughs> that's like one sentence in. <laughs> okay, yeah. They paid for all the travel expenses. I did send an email out saying your payment is due, but I assume they missed it and were busy with all the wedding planning, or I would at least bring it up in person. They never did, but we shot the wedding. It was good and dandy. We go home and... Dude, this font's too small, honestly, for me, too. This right, paragraph is really said. long. Um, we go home. I think, okay, I'll just ask for the payment once we're done editing their photos and video. That's your second strike, my friend. You, <laughs> you shouldn't even have started this gallery without getting the payment hey, first. Hey, live and you learn. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. Okay. There's grace. There's grace. I'm not hating on you, but just out of love. I'm sure she, she or I'm he never up. did this again. Out of love, I'm fired up for you. <laughs> she doesn't um, want you to work for free is what she's saying. I, no, I really don't. I finished editing the photos about two months later and reached out to the groom specifically since I was in contact mainly with him throughout the whole process. He said, okay, cool. I'll talk to my wife and get back to you. A week later, he texts me saying they won't be wanting the photos or video anymore Whoa. because he has a boyfriend. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> because he has a boyfriend now. So him and his wife are not together anymore. Oh, Lord. Two months after the wedding. Anyways, yeah, looking back, I really should not have been that chill with them. No, you shouldn't have. But Learned. like I said, I've worked with them my entire photography career, and they never did us wrong. Luckily, my partner, the videographer, hadn't even started editing their video, so he 
didn't waste his time like I did editing. LOL. Oh, and the groom also asked me to not share any of the photos because it's hard for them to see that. Upside down smiley face emoji. Yes, he signed the contract. And yes, I'm too nice to mention that. I mentioned that and use it against him. Later, he reached out and asked if I can just send him a couple photos of him and his son. He would pay for just those. But I ended up not responding to him and later blocking him. I love how those photos turned out, and I'm mostly sad now that I can't share them. I know technically, I know I technically can, but majority of people that follow me know each other and likely know them since we're all from the same city. So it just feels weird, lol. But hey, this was a great learning opportunity for me. Sweating, laughing face. To say the least. <laughs> to say the least. Oh, I'm crazy. so. It sounded like this person, the photographer, knew these people personally and trusted them. Yeah. And they totally abused her. Yeah, they totally abused you, and that's so uncool. That's major, major thumbs down. Which, I mean... I'm so sorry. If you're not sure about... But even with friends, I feel like for a wedding, I'm like, dude, that... Well, now you know. Don't trust anybody. You can't, you can't trust anyone. Kind of sucks. <laughs> I already scrolled to the next one. Oh, this long one? Yes. Wow, this is a long one. Okay, any more thoughts on the last one? That was pretty horrific. No, I, I paused are enough gonna, times. Are we going to rate this? That's like no. top of the list for me right there. <laughs> okay, this happened when I was second shooting for someone else. I was maybe four to six months postpartum after having my first baby, was getting used to pumping and all that fun stuff you get to do when you're back at work. I love that you're reading this one. I wanted to pump before the ceremony since... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can totally relate. I wanted to pump before the ceremony since I wasn't going to, to get a break until after dinner. So I asked the bride where I could do that privately and comfortably. She told me to go to the room that all the bridesmaids got ready in, which happens to connect to the public bathroom, but each had their own separate entrance, so I didn't think to lock it or anything. Yeah. The groomsmen were already being wild with me. Interesting during bridal party photos, so I wasn't surprised this happened. But one of the groomsmen who was looking for the bathroom barged in and saw me sitting right in front of the door, boob out, and milk dripping and everything. All caps. I was in shock and froze, and he yells, Whoa, your titty is out, and I can see your milk, too. And I was mortified. It wouldn't have been that weird if he didn't make it weird. <laughs> but he was already a few drinks in and was wildin'. I asked him what he needed, and he said the bathroom. <laughs> what else would he say at that point? <laughs> Need some breast milk, please. Thank you. So I tried so quickly. I tried too quickly. Sorry. I tried to quickly shoo him to the door, and he just kept making weird comments. He's just lingering and your boobs still out. I told the bride and photographer I was shooting with that that I was shooting with. I didn't feel comfortable being near him, especially after he told everyone he saw my boobs, LOL. <laughs> and they kept saying he was just rowdy and it was fine. Question mark. The guys kept making comments for the rest of the night and I had to just tune it out unfortunately. Those guys are not very chill. Definitely Definitely something you share after the wedding with your boys, and you're like, hey, you guys want to hear something really awkward that just happened to me? Wow. Well, yeah. 
what an experience for her. I'm sure. <laughs> Dude. I don't know. I just want to say I'm so sorry. <laughs> Whoever sent this in. That's horrible. Lesson learned again. But also, okay, <laughs> this is this is what really gets me at the end when they're like, he's just rowdy. It's it's fine. Yeah. Like that's not okay. Like if you're expressing you're uncomfortable, your lead photographer should have been like, please go home. Like, please go home and let me pay you for the rest of the night because that literally sucks and you should not have to even make eye contact with this yeah, man. Yeah, you were just exposed accidentally. Dude, not not good. I'm so sorry. It's a hard life. Postpartum? But I it is pretty not knowing to do with pretty fucking breast hilarious. Milk <laughs> in public settings, you're like all new experiences. Yeah, that's, that's going to be s- that's going to be so fun. You're a trooper for st- sticking around. Dude, yeah, you are a trooper. Thank you for sharing that. Shout out to the moms who shoot photos. Yeah, shout out to the moms. You're doing the most. Okay, next one. A girl was going too hard on the dance floor, went into the middle of the huge dance circle, and tried to do the worm. And, all caps, her entire dress came up in front of everyone. No undergarments. nice (laughs) what is that the end that's the end nice (laughs) no undergarments that girl why are you doing the worm (laughs) that's danger danger she forgot she wasn't thinking about it (laughs) what do you think she forgot or do you think she just wasn't thinking about it i think she probably wasn't thinking about it but like what? Maybe she knew. Maybe she was just a freaking villain. Maybe she was just like, this is my day now. <laughs> she said, no undergarments. Let's go. Dude. That's crazy. Oh. And everyone saw it, it said? Everyone in front of everyone is what it says. I'm sure everyone was just jaw to the floor. Everyone's probably just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I would love to see the photos of the reactions of that. It had to have just been her bare ass out, right? If she's doing the worm? I guess. Unless she's doing the worm on her back, then... <laughs> One, that's a very difficult thing to do. Kudos. I don't think anyone could do Two. that. <laughs> Two, then you'd see some other things. Eric's like, how would it even be possible? <laughs> full frontal on this one. <laughs> Maybe she just went to a full breakdance routine and was spinning on her head Dude. with her dress around her face. She didn't care. <laughs> she didn't care at all. She said, this is my day now. She said, I'm partying. It's a party, right? It's a party. Do the worm with no underwear. Here's my booty cheeks. <laughs> okay, another long one? No, it's the first one. I'm scrolling up so that the next oh, one. The DJ played the wrong song for the son and mother dance and awkwardly had to stop the song and start over with the correct song, LOL. Yeah, that's that happens. It does. It is super awkward and uncomfortable. I feel like we've witnessed this. I think it's the worst when the the mother and son or the daughter father like still do it anyway, and they're like, "This isn't our song, but we're still dancing." And then halfway through, someone's like, "Oh, that's not the right song," and then they do it all over again. Or like one of the bridesmaids starts yelling wrong song it's a wrong song you know 
Like maid of honor is like screaming across yeah. the dance floor. That's super awkward. But like at that point, just let it. Just let it be. Just let it be, right? Or just start singing over the music acapella. I don't know. Or like, I feel like as the the bride or the groom, wouldn't you be like, this isn't the right song and not start dancing yet? Yeah. The, the starting to dance is where you make the wrong decision. I feel like that also. <laughs> just tell your DJ he messed up. It's just fine. Just be like, hey, DJ, this isn't our song. And you're, don't start hey, dancing. Hey, DJ, you're spinning the wrong track. Oh, my Next gosh. One. That was really nerdy. <laughs> that was a nerdy moment for you. Okay. That's what I bring to this podcast. The nerd factor. Okay. Let's get into this next one. Content creator who shows up to do BTS, but then in every single photo I tried to take, her arm is hanging, hanging in on the side of my lens. I get it. They're there to do the job they were hired to do, but let's be real. An iPhone video or photo they take simply cannot and will not compare to the art that we end up giving the clients. It made my job so difficult, and I could tell she felt the same tension I was feeling between us, but the playing, but the playing fields are simply not equal. I can't... <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> that's just so true. I can't get a good shot of the bride and groom if one, the bride and groom don't know whether they should be looking at me or the iPhone. That's very confusing for people. Two, her arm is hanging in half the shots I try to take. The worst part was her trying to fit next to the videographer, myself, and the second shooter as we're walking backwards in the aisle oh no, four to people capture in the aisle. a dip kiss in the middle. She ends up reaching above us, so I'm scared if... If I start speeding backwards, I will run into her. I understand nowadays content creation on a wedding day might be important to some, but it just makes me sad because people's wedding days should not feel like a, a day of creating the perfect TikTok or reels worthy content. Yeah. That's all. Boom. Roasted. Dude, that sucks. It already drives me absolutely bonkers having to be with a one single other person in the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> As they're having their it's first too small kiss. And you're having to run backwards. And literally run backwards as they come back up the aisle. It's so uncomfortable. That's wild. And when you have not only yourself and your second shooter, but a videographer and then probably your videographer's second shooter. And then throw a on top creator. of it a freaking content creator with their iPhone. I would Fucking steal that iPhone and throw it across the ceremony lawn. That's a problem. Oh my god, I would be so angry. I feel like just know your know your place and don't get in front of the camera. Totally. And also, this is why, as photographers, we have in our contract that there will be we will be the sole photographer or yeah. sole videographer to avoid having extra people like that there because. Truly, what is the point? Like, Those your wedding day is not are, for a TikTok, guys. The photos are going to outlast any content you create. Oh, that's a mic drop right there. I can't drop this mic. It's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. It's definitely... It's ready. It's on yours. From you got a, a long one. You got this. From a photographer perspective, I'm sure that's a super horror story. Ruined all the photos and your experience. As a photographer, one of the best parts of our job, I think, is capturing the bride and groom, as well as guests genuinely happy. Definitely. Like we, sh 
like, we show up and we can just feel the happiness in the air. However, this was not the case for this wedding day. The bride was quite possibly the most sad, upset bride I have ever seen. It genuinely seemed like she didn't even want to be there or that she just wanted the day to be over with. Out of thousands of photos taken between myself and the second shooter, I'm not lying when I say we maybe got five photos of her smiling and even those look forced. Carrie, I hope you know exactly who this is about. LOL. <laughs> but I can understand someone not being overly smiley or expressive. Not everyone is like that. But when all I'm getting from your energy wise, all I'm getting from you energy wise is frustration and sadness. It just made me think she's not happy to be getting married to this person. The whole day was confusing. On the timeline, there was nothing about a first dance. So during downtime dinner, all vendors, including myself and second shooter, we figured this would be a good time for us to eat. We sit down and the coordinator comes running that the couples are doing a first dance. So I run and take them, I'm guessing photos, but I felt like that's something we should have been told about. That's a nightmare. But I, I had asked the bride and she specifically said no first dance. Needless to say, the things... Needs to say, the things that were happening or supposed to be happening on the timeline were not being followed by bride and groom, which made it confusing for us to follow and know where to be and what to be prepared for. On top of all of us, the bride kept calling me for weeks after the wedding, asking when I'd have her photos when my turnaround time was clearly stated, not only in the contract, but I'd also told her in person and the first time she texted me about it. But to be calling a photographer at like 10 p.m. at night, asking when are the photos, where's my album, and when it will come, and have zero respect for, my, for me as a photographer, made me feel like how I'm doing, made me feel like how I am going to do this job if, I'm, if every I? bride is at, like this. We can read. <laughs> I swear it's not me. There might be some typos in here. There might be some typos. Luckily, since her, I have not had anyone that has been like her but it was a huge learning curve for me and made me be so much more selective with clients. I could go on and on, but I'll leave it at that. That sounds like a whole wedding day of nightmare horror. That wedding day itself was horrific. I was the second shooter, I'll just say right now. I'm not going to give away who the lead shooter is. You could probably figure that out. Yeah, I, I figured it out. That was it's, just a, it's just a bummer in general because if the bride's not happy, then... What's the point? <laughs> and she really like wanted to take all these like sexy photos with her groom before the ceremony even happened. And then literally two seconds after the ceremony, she was like snapping at him and like being super aggro and like yelling at him, telling him what to do. It was crazy. It was like by far the worst wedding experience I have ever witnessed. And luckily I was just a second shooter. So like I'm not having to deal with anything i'm just like along for the ride but she was she was a bridezilla bridezilla she was the definition of a bridezilla she was like throughout the day she would like tell us like oh i want this shot and this shot and this would be cool and then we would come up to her and be like hey this would be a really good time if that's something you want to do and she'd be like and like get all whiny like super whiny and like complaining and like I don't want, that's inconvenient to do right now. I don't want to do that. I'm like, bitch, you just told us you wanted this shot. What is your problem? 
I was so, we were super frustrated. It's definitely a little much. And I will have to have the coordinator for this wedding send in a separate story just of her experience. Yeah. Because that was a shit show in itself. Like, batshit. Save it for another episode. That wedding should be its own episode. That is the most horrific wedding of all time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one's a short one too, but... <laughs> okay, here it is. Receiving a 16-page shot list as a photographer. 16 pages. 16 pages. That's a book. It's a small I book. I can't even comprehend how do you even write that much as a shot list it's called they google shit and they just copy and paste stuff from google and they go oh i need all of these shots for my wedding don't do that one says if you're a bride and you're listening your photographer only needs your family shot list that's all that they need for your day the rest of your day will be covered and it will be beautiful and you do not need to worry about the details of like, I want to be under the veil and he can give me a dip kiss and <laughs> like, don't worry about that shit. Like don't, trust. You don't have to choreograph your photos. No. Yeah. Just trust your photographer. Like if you love your photographer, you're hiring them for a reason. They are going to make your wedding gallery so beautiful and you can trust that it's going to be so unique to you. Like you don't need a shot list for the rest of your day. That's crazy. And that's so traumatic. I wish they would have said, like, what did they respond to that? Because I would have just said, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here's my one word answer to that shot list. No. Yeah, exactly. Second shooter who is very obviously there to get good content to boost their own portfolio. Oh, don't savage. even get me started. That's really savage. That's so savage. That's just messed up. Like, if you're second shooting... You're hired. You're... You're a hired employee. You're a hired employee, and, like, you're, one, being given an opportunity to, like, work with someone on their wedding day. Like, you need to be adding to their day and, like, showing up and being present just as much as the lead shooter. And, second, your priority is to support the lead shooter in everything they're doing. It's not your day. Like, you are merely an assistant. You are second to the, you are to the second first photographer. shooting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Next one. Did you read this one too? No, but it's, it, it's titled in all caps, Incoming, Worst Vendor Experience Ever. The should photographer... We, should what? we share? Because it's multiple paragraphs. Yeah. Is this the last one? This is... This is the last one. I'll see how I do. If I start struggling, I might pass it off. <laughs> we do a little popcorn reading. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Worst vendor experience ever. The photographer I hired to take pictures for a wedding day was an actual nightmare. Of course, it didn't start out that way when I initially inquired and my husband and I reached out for a phone call consultation before signing our contract. Any questions or ideas we had were answered with ease and encouragement for whatever we were dreaming up for our big day. She seemed to be just what we were looking for, open-minded, positive, and willing to put the work in for great photos. We were reassured that prior to our wedding day, the photographer would be driving to the venue and scouting unique photo opportunities, 
since she had never photographed there and our venue was thousands of acres. We got married on a ranch. Wow. We were told that it was no big deal since it wasn't far from where she lived and this was normal because they like to be prepared. Fast forward to our wedding day, which was months after we had signed our contract, the photographer shows up at the venue for the first time and hasn't scouted anything prior to starting. She had showed up an hour early to walk around a bit, in quotes. Walk around a thousand acre property. Right. (laughs) Oh, no. My heart dropped because this was my first time meeting her in person, and the way she was talking to me was very different from any time we'd previously talked. Here's a rundown of everything that we had to deal with. Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) first one. She created no timeline whatsoever after telling us it would be finalized two weeks prior to wedding day. Our DJ, who was an who was amazing and so professional, had to create one the week before the wedding for all of our vendors to follow. Whoa. Okay, but also, that's your coordinator's job. Did you have a coordinator? If you don't have a coordinator, it is your photographer's job, but... That's very nice of your DJ to do that. Um, Put on the coordinator hat again. Yeah. that's That sucks. Due to her lack of planning and scouting, my husband and I had no set place to do our first look. Remember, there was thousands of acres on this property. <laughs> she proceeded to call my husband's phone right after he had taken pictures with his groomsmen and the photographer's second shooter yelled at him on our wedding day right before we saw each other for the first time because my husband didn't know where to go and her direction to him was useless and she was very impatient overall. Are you kidding me? That's really sad. Her attitude was trash and my mom had to bite her tongue all day because of how rude she was being to everyone she came in contact with. What What the fuck? Why are you being rude? I don't understand. We had specified that our main priority was our ceremony for photos. That's really what we wanted her to capture. We received over 800 photos in our full gallery, and over half of them were other people dancing at the reception. Cool. Dude, what? Over half? Over half their gallery was just dance floor photos. Oh... That makes me so angry. I feel like you get really angry and I get really sad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly how we work. (laughs) I just feel so bad for this couple. I want to punch this photographer. You can't relive your wedding day and you, I mean, you try to through the photos and if you don't have any photos, then. Exactly. That's why I want to punch this photographer. And I just feel bad for this couple. I mean, I feel horrible <laughs> for the couple too. This is such bullshit, but also it like makes me really angry. Okay, I'm not even done, guys. Um, I have zero photos of my husband's reaction to me walking down the aisle, which is crazy to me because the second videographer had set up a perfect shot to get that specific reaction and the photographer walked directly in front of him to steal the shot honestly makes me so sad to not have it yeah that's heartbreaking detrimental and why the hell if the photographer literally got in front of that shot she should have the shot she should have the shot (laughs) oh my god ruined it for no reason 
Dude. Maybe frick. her lens cap was on the whole day. <laughs> Having your lens cap on during a moment is a horror story in itself. <laughs> oh, man. Um, next part. Our videographer in parentheses, honestly bless him because I felt the need to consistently apologize on behalf of the photographer for the way she was treating him throughout the day would set up such artistic shots of the bridal party and my husband and I, and the photographer would quite literally walk right in front of his camera and start taking photos without asking or letting him get the shots he had just set up. Oh my God. Sounds like a major power trip slash just oblivious and rude. (laughs) Like, for why are you a wedding photographer? Oh, my God. Right after the ceremony, she chose to take immediate family photos in front of a beige building that had a reflective mirrored window where you can clearly see her giant lens in every photo. (laughs) She chose this spot instead of just turning around and facing the mountains. Wow. Oh, mountains, mature trees, and green grass. What a missed opportunity. What an imbecile. That should be the title. (laughs) Dude. Every single one of our bridals and bridal party photos were taken in the same desert spot with zero variation, and half of the posing was done for her by the videographer. There was never a time where she reached out for inspiration pictures or posing ideas. We... Inspiration pictures, posing ideas we liked, which we had discussed during our consultation. And once she was done posing us for portraits, she just said, okay, that should be good. Oh, my God. Following our bridal party pictures and bridal portraits, the videographer suggested that my husband and I went in the grass in front of these beautiful trees and told us he had a vision for something that provided variation, in all caps, for our video And the photographer snapped at him saying, according to this timeline, in parentheses, which she had an attitude and made multiple snarky comments about throughout the day because she didn't create it. Like, bitch, you could (laughs) have. Oh, my God. I would have slapped this chick for sure. It's a good thing you weren't there. She said, you don't have time for that. You need to get to the reception before introductions start. Mind you, we still were comfortable with it. That's who we wanted to listen to for the day. Oh, wait. Mind you, we had 30 minutes before introduction started, and the videographer just responded saying, as long as we wanted something different. Oh, fuck. Too small. <laughs> it's too fucking small. There's too many words. I'm angry. I'm seeing red at this point. <laughs> I can't read anymore. Okay. Mind you. We still had 30 minutes before introductions started and the videographer just responded saying, as long as we were comfortable with it, that's who he wanted to listen to for the day. Yeah. He wanted to listen to the timeline, right? The bride and groom. The bride and groom. As long as the bride and groom are comfortable with doing this shot. That's who he wants to listen then to. Then we can do this shot. Okay, yes. Which is fine. Listen I to love your that. bride and groom. Sorry, reading and my brain processing that was <laughs> taking a lot of work. And we happily agreed because we wanted something different than anything that she had provided. The photographer huffed and took her second shooter to the reception area, leaving us with both videographers and photographers before the reception began. Such a brat. 
Yeah, she is such a brat. That's crazy. She almost missed our last dance at the end of the night and had to be guided by my mom back to our dance floor to capture it for us, which was in the timeline that she had set as her background photo on her phone. (laughs) This probably isn't everything, but I'm honestly more sad than anything with how it played out because every single photo from our wedding day just reminds me of how rude and inconsiderate she was. The worst vendor experience we had by far. Learn from me and keep your options open before signing a contract. Advocate for yourself and the person you're marrying. The photos really are forever. Wow. That is a banger horror story to go out on. That's so terrible. That is the worst. If that couple's listening, I would say redo your wedding. (laughs) Yeah. To the the best of your ability. Yeah. And say, screw it. Not going to let that one person ruin our wedding day yeah maybe your five-year ten-year just throw a huge party again put on higher higher carry shoots film higher carry shoots film (laughs) put on your wedding dress again yeah or get a new one that you like better that's what i'm planning on doing (laughs) there's no shame in re-celebrating especially if it was an awful experience yeah 100 percent. i'm sure your husband will have a very similar reaction to yeah. You walking down another aisle. Totally. Yeah. That's so sad. I feel so terrible. I'm so sorry. Uh, Definitely horror, a horror, horror story. St- horror stories are sad stories. <laughs> <sighs> That's crazy. Damn, guys. Well, kudos to you for not fist fighting this person. Yeah, literally. Kudos to you. <laughs> that chick would have been. Kept a mellow, mellow temperament. Down for the count. That would have been a swift kick to the face. I feel like you and your mom would have beat her up together. Yeah. (laughs) Cammy would have thrown the gloves on. Yeah. Hopped in the ring. For sure. (laughs) Dude, I'm so sorry. But you know what? We live and we learn. And I pray to God that that photographer. Yeah. Should not be in the business. Realized what a shitty job she did. And learn from it and hopefully is either not a wedding photographer now and not giving anyone else that horrible experience or she is doing better. Fingers crossed if she's still I feel like you have to be very selfless and mindful that a wedding day is literally once in a lifetime. Yeah. You can't. You can't redo that shit. Can't redo it and you can't get in the way of the bride and groom. Yeah. Well, wow. I hope that was spooky for you guys. That was, you know what? All of that all together was spooky. That was a good, to say the least. That was a good round of spookiness right there. My (laughs) heart rate was definitely elevated at some points. Do you want to say your favorites? My favorites? My favorite was listening to you read the one about. I think that was also my favorite. The was photographer. A, that was a jump scare. <laughs> that was a jump scare. <laughs> and Eric was crying, laughing, reading it. I could see his eyes welling That's up. That's funny, yeah. You should save those submissions. They're saved forever for me to read. I feel like that one and the, the vomiting one was Yeah, horrific. the very first one. Horrific. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Kick Your Boots Off. I Take hope, your boots off. I hope you 
kicked your boots off. I hope you relaxed. I hope you were spooked. I hope you got a good spook. I hope you learned something. Out of our Halloween horror stories. And I hope you have a great Halloween. Yeah, go trick or treating. Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs>